2: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Locked
1: on. Locked on. Locked, Locked. Locked. Locked on. Locked. Locked. Locked on. Locked on. Cowboy. Locked on. Locked on. Cowboys welcome back it's another locked on crossover edition of the podcast i am here with gino camilleri of locked on eagles to talk about this big matchup between the cowboys and the eagles on sunday afternoon doesn't get any better than this oh wait yes it does because these two teams stink uh gino how you doing today buddy (laughs) <laughs> I, I'm doing okay, man.
0: I, I mean the, the thing is these two teams record-wise definitely do stink but I, I hope you're at the point you are that I'm at with the Eagles and how you are with the Cowboys and that I'm at the point of just evaluating as much talent as possible. So I saw C.D. Lamb doing some good things for the Cowboys last week So that's huge to see. There's some exciting young guys here in Philly. Michael Jaquette uh, He's an undrafted free agent was covering DeAndre Hopkins one-on-one last week and did a pretty decent job Jalen Hurts man the name everybody wants yeah, to see yeah. is exciting I had to, I had to start with a little little
1: curveball not go
0: right to Jalen Hurts but let's do that can we can we jump into yeah, that conversation absolutely. right
1: now so For sure let's get it after it we're through two weeks of the Jalen Hurts experience as a starter in Philadelphia uh one and one looked pretty good against the Arizona Cardinals last week uh, what's the feeling right now in the Eagles fan base about Jalen Hurts? Is he like the is he the next franchise quarterback? Yeah, are people still a little pessimistic? Give me the scoop on Jalen. Yeah, so I've kind of removed
0: myself from like the Twitter sphere of the whole thing and kind of been taken in, like just from a thirty thousand foot view, how people have been reacting to everything. And kudos I mean, to you for being able to do that. <laughs> oh man, I know it, it was tough, but hey, sometimes you gotta you gotta do what's right for your mental health, and I, I I urge everybody to do the same if you need to go that path. So on another note, looking at it from thirty thousand foot view, I think people are kind of torn between it, it's two different discussions right now. It's where do we go with when and then is hurts the guy because I think you're in that category of not having – Uh, Two quarterbacks is not having any quarterback, basically. But I disagree with that sentiment in that you now have two paths forward. And I mentioned this to Lou the other day. And you've seen a guy in Carson Wentz who has four pretty good years put together, one MVP-esque year in 2017. And can you build with him? Or do you have this young, high-quality player in Jalen Hurts who, just from what I've seen and what the national media is saying about him, For once, they're saying that Jalen Hurts, this kid, could be the guy in Philly and just from just what he's done in the last couple weeks. He looks like a 10-year veteran, how he's commanding the offense, how he's been able to play under pressure. He's gone up against two top 10 defenses the last two weeks, and then not to mention what he did against uh, Green Bay, the the half that he played the week prior. He's done some good things, so you still have two more weeks, and you had two pretty good competitors in the Saints and going out and getting a win against them, and then going out and almost beating a must-win Arizona Mm -hmm. team. Now you're going against two teams that also must win – in Dallas and Washington so he's been playing basically playoff football for two and a half weeks here so you've been able to evaluate his talent you've been able to evaluate a lot of the talent around him if anybody's got to be smiling right now it's got to be Howie Roseman saying that hey maybe using that 53rd overall pick for the future of the franchise and quote unquote being that quarterback factory like you wanted to be was for the betterment of the team and now that you go back and look at all this evidence that you have maybe they have been trying to plan life without Carson more than what we've seen, and I truly think that Jalen Hurts has a chance to be the guy in 2021. But I still think there's a chance that they w- might want to repair things with Wentz. If you have a top 10 pick and you're able to get Devonta Smith or, uh, I mean, Jamar, Jamar Chase, Chase, of course. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I, I, I want to cross my fingers on Jamar Chase if we get that high, but I think Devonta Smith is a, a good number two if you were to get there, but I would love a franchise-changing player like that with Jalen Rager and Miles Sanders, and you're, you're seeing young, explosive athletes for once on this Eagles team for the first time in three years, and it starts at the quarterback position. Jalen Hurts has been a breath of fresh air. He's been something that we haven't seen since, I mean, the days of Michael Vick, where you can just create outside of structure, and it's kind of one of those building blocks of being a a quarterback here in Philly. Look back to the days of Randall Cunningham, an elite athlete, somebody who can create outside of structure, has an explosive arm, hits when he needs to down the field. You look to the years of Donovan McNabb, the same type of thing. Michael Vick, even the early years of Wentz before he had that knee injury. Now Jalen Hurts is really showing you what has to be at the quarterback position in the year 2020 look at the elite quarterbacks right now you look at what josh allen is doing in buffalo you look at what a young kyler murray is doing lamar jackson all of these guys are elite athletes i mean Even in Dallas, what Dak Prescott was doing, he is an elite athlete at the quarterback position forcing teams to play 11-on-11 football. And when you have freak athletes on the defensive side of the ball, like going against Isaiah Simmons last week or any of the Saints defenders the week before that, you have to truly be an 11-on-11, a basketball-style team where you can win matchups all over the field. And Jalen really brings that because we know Doug didn't want Carson to get outside of the pocket straight mainly because he didn't want him to get injured again now with Jalen with 14th different combination at the offensive line in 15 different weeks. You need somebody like Jalen Hurts at the quarterback position, and you need a guy like Miles Sanders to compliment him, and you need to get him in rhythm, which you have been doing the last two weeks. And I think you've seen a lot out of Doug Peterson and what they can do building a team and getting guys ready to go with backup quarterbacks. They have a track record now. Sure. I mean, their their record is like 750 right now with there are like 11 and three with backup quarterbacks and that's including the super bowl. So yeah. there's something to say to that. So it's, it's a lot of confusion. It's a lot of take in, I I wanted to boil it down as as simple as I possibly could. And I can hear
1: the the excitement in your voice. I mean, you've been waiting for this for a while. I can tell.
0: (laughs) Yeah. As much as I love Carson Wentz, my dog's name is Carson for goodness sake. Like I (laughs) I love the guy. I think he's an absolute stud at the position when he is in the right offense. I think the talks about him going to Indianapolis, scare the living daylights out of me for what they could do and kind of rebirthing his career. But man, You have to take what Jalen has done, not just in these last couple weeks, but go back to his college days, Marcus, and what he did at Alabama going from that Mm -hmm. pro-style offense, learning that offense, becoming an efficient passer, an efficient enough enough passer for Lincoln Riley to come calling and say, hey, I really think you could be a 70% passer in my offense, which he was. And now he comes back to another pro-style offense. So he has learned three different schemes in the last three years and picked them up very well and been through the the whole Tua saga where he was benched. He comes back in in the SEC championship game. He is a winner. Uh, I I always mention on my show when I went down to the senior bowl last year how highly people in Alabama talk about Jalen Hurts. He truly was like, it, it was him and Nick Saban were truly the most two talked-about individuals. And he wasn't even at Alabama at the time. He was at Oklahoma. So that just goes to show you how beloved he is, how true – he how true he is to a true franchise quarterback and everything you want. What people say about him, what the teammates say about him, what the media's been saying about him, what I think we say on Lockdown Eagles is definitely true. He is what you want in your rookie quarterback right now, and truly what I would want leading my franchise going forward, even if he's not a top ten guy. If you have a, a top 10 offense around him and you have skilled players like Jalen Rager and Miles Sanders and Dallas Goddard will probably be there for a while and Quez Watkins showed explosiveness last week, you can make things happen with that type of guy. And I said his floor is almost like Alex Smith. Like if you can get him to the playoffs, I think you can win some games with this kid.
1: I'm gonna do my best in a little bit to try to match your enthusiasm for Andy Dalton for the Dallas Cowboys. I don't <laughs> think I'm gonna be able to do it, but a little I mean, age know discrepancy there. I mean, listen, it's a, it's an exciting time for for Eagles fans. You got this young quarterback who's making plays with outside the pocket with his legs. He's converting third downs. He's overcoming a bad offensive line. I get it. There's a lot to be excited about, but come on calm down Eagles fans. You got a long ways to go. That's all. That's oh, all I totally, want to say. Totally. Yeah, no, I'll, <laughs> play, I'll play the devil's advocate. If you want me to
0: He definitely has fumbling concerns. He hasn't yeah. thrown over the middle of the field enough. The, the arm I, isn't great. I mean, it's good. It's I don't think it's great. great. He knows when to take his shots. That's the thing yeah. with him. He, he's not like Wentz where he's going to shoot, throw 10 balls downfield a game. Like he's going to be very selective. And you saw that uh, it was against new Orleans that shot to, uh, to Jalen Rager. They were setting it up all game with the, with the little keeper option. And then they finally rolled them out side on the bootleg and got him and he missed him by about a foot and a half but they're I I think they're continuing to put more faith in him uh, week over week and you've seen that just from the two quarters he was there in Green Bay to the to the next game in New Orleans to this last game against Arizona Lou and I were both saying we know what he can do with his legs everybody does that's what everybody knew he was going to do coming into that game can he win you a game going up against Kyler Murray in that explosive offense and he was right there I mean even with an underrated offensive line even with an undermanned I still think it's an undermanned unit at the skill player position I think Zach Ertz is at his least efficient he's ever been in his career Elshon Jeffrey is still why is he playing on this offense I don't get it yeah I I know but (laughs) he's still doing things that elevate the guys around him and and you're seeing that and we always talk about on our show, are you a player you win because of or are you a player that you just win with? And I think mm-hmm. Jalen has shown flashes of you can win games because of this kid. Look at that, that run he had in the end zone running over Buda Baker. Like that's a big man play. Sure. And, and that instills confidence not just in him. That instills confidence in the, the offensive line, even when they're bruised and battered. And it instills offense in your coaching staff and things that we've been begging for. For 14 weeks here in Philly, like we we knew the season was over. We, We knew like this was not a very promising team. We were at the point of what's next for this club. What's next for this team that's going to be cap-strapped for so long? Maybe they do have to make a move at that quarterback position and go cheaper there. Maybe they have to get out from a lot of these big contracts. Some some of these guys we thought would be around for a couple more Super Bowl runs. Unfortunately, things didn't go as planned. We're, we're on the bottom end of this roster. We need to turn things around, and the quarterback position, you've seen so many teams be in purgatory there. So I do not blame Howie for drafting somebody who he thought was special at that position, and I see still think they should draft another quarterback this year not maybe in the first or second round but definitely later on because you should be always looking to hit on quarterbacks
1: it's the most important position you always have to invest in it and as we saw already this year with philadelphia that pick you know taking jalen hurts with the 52nd pick is already paying dividends um i mean i've got a lot of questions to ask you gino but we're actually going to switch over you're going to ask me some questions about the cowboys and i'll do my best to match your enthusiasm when we get back Just wanted to take a quick break so I could tell you guys about Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there. It's hard to even explain it. It's real chocolate with amazing flavors and a great combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste fantastic, and they are releasing six new flavors, including caramel brownie, which is, guys, I'm not even kidding, my favorite thing right now. I have it every single day. Uh, They also have cookies and cream, apple almond crisp. There's some Christmas ones out there as well. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked on and you'll get 20% off your first box at builtbar.com and right now you can get a free cooler with an order of a new box only while supplies last. Again, that is builtbar.com promo code locked on. I also wanted to tell you about bet online. Are you ready for some football? We've got college bowl games. We've got NFL playoff picture getting closer. Uh, we've got basketball that is coming back. There's only one place that has you covered. In one place that I trust with my bets and that is betonline.ag sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus don't sit on the sidelines anymore get in on the action again don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit bet online your online sportsbooks experts
0: All right, everybody, welcome on back to this segment of the Lockdown Crossover. It's going to be Wednesday or Thursday here, a very holiday edition, a very special, important game in the NFC East between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys, and we're not talking about... Some of those big-time matchups where we've seen an 11- or 12-win Eagles and Dallas team going up to win the division. We're talking about a 4- and 5-win team. One of the teams has a tie, which was to the Cincinnati Bengals. Marcus, this game, man, oh, man, I don't know how anybody outside of Philadelphia and Dallas is excited for this, but everybody inside, I know this is going to be a fun game as always.
1: I mean, you're more optimistic than I am. I've had to watch this Cowboys team for now what? Fourteen weeks now. That went third? I don't know. Third, yeah, fourteen games, mm-hmm. and it's it's not been it's not been fun. Um, I'm not enjoying the Andy Dalton experience, Gino. <laughs> I will tell you that. We just got done talking about Jalen Hurts. Uh, this is not fun, especially when you go from deck to Andy Dalton. Uh, not great, but. Again, weirdly enough, this game does have some playoff implications and also has some pretty important draft implications as well because uh, the loser of this game is going to be drafting inside probably the top, I don't know, top six, maybe the Mm -hmm. top seven. Uh, And with this class being as interesting as it is, um, it's it's an important game. So I I think uh, we're looking forward to it. I'm not sure the, the national media is.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think anybody really is, and I haven't seen who they're put. I don't think they put it out until tomorrow. Who there is on the announcing staff of that one? But I that can't was like imagine last, this
1: is the top game for
2: anybody.
0: No, honestly, but we had a keep leave last week. Honestly, it was incredible. I thought he was <laughs> a very good color commentator. But going back to this week's matchup, you you talk about the quarterback position. I think we're at two opposite ends of the spectrum on evaluating where our quarterbacks stand right now what? I'm at the the evaluation and the the youth movement in Philadelphia. I was excited to see a guy like Tony Pollard get some play last week. Where else on this offense and this defense are you seeing young guys make plays where, hey, sometimes injuries are a little, it's a double-edged sword. You you do lose a guy of importance, but you also get to evaluate some young talent. So let me know what's going on in Dallas just outside of Tony Pollard, somebody who both you and I have loved ever since he came out of
1: Memphis. Yeah, Tony Pollard's really interesting, although I I think my listeners get really tired when I talk about Tony Pollard because (laughs) I I talk talk all the time about running backs not mattering and all that kind of stuff and why the Cowboys made a mistake with Zeke, uh, that anytime Tony Pollard has a big day, uh, you know, a big play. It's it's the first thing I talk about on the podcast or a post on Twitter. So I I don't want to spend a lot of time on him. I, there is some other guys I want to talk mm-hmm. about. Dalton Schultz, the tight end, hasn't been anything fantastic this season. But with Blake Jarwin going down in week one, uh, the Cowboys really needed Schultz to to continue to step up and develop, and he's done just that. Uh, he's has far better numbers than Evan Ingram who happened to make the Pro Bowl. I'm still a little bitter about <laughs> that. I don't know why. I don't know who's voting Evan Ingram into the Pro, Pro, Pro Bowl. Uh, but Schultz has played well. He's really developed as a blocker, uh, a pretty functional receiver. So Cowboy fans are really excited about what Blake Jarwin and Dalton Schultz can do next year as a uh, tight end combination. And then on defense, Donovan Wilson, a safety from Texas A&M. He's been a little bit banged up early in his career. But we're starting to see him make plays. Last week against the 49ers, he had an interception. Uh, He was coming up in the box, and he was just destroying the 49ers run game. Not perfect. You can expose him a little bit in coverage. But uh, just an interesting player on a defense that doesn't have very many of those uh, at this stage in the season. So... We all know the threat that Jalen Hurts presents, and
0: he's obviously going to use his legs. For those Eagles fans who may have not seen Dallas go against some of those mobile quarterbacks, what has it been like for Dallas in those games? Has it been uh, we're running for the hills trying to catch him, or is it they've been able to keep
1: contain on him? What's it Uh, been like, Marcus? It's it's been bad. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) So that's good. good Yeah, Yeah, I mean, the Cowboys have. Th- there are three big linebackers. Jalen Smith can't change directions. Mm-hmm. Leighton Vanderush has missed so many tackles this year and it's just, he's lost all of his confidence. He will not play in this game uh, due to an ankle injury. And Sean Lee, uh, who everybody talks about his instincts and, you know, he has a future in coaching. Um, looks like a coach on the field right now. I mean, he literally looks like Mike McCarthy. You know, out on the field right now, he's just completely washed. So uh, the Cowboys are going to have a t- they're going to have a lot of trouble stopping Jalen Hurts, just like they did Russell Wilson early in the year, Lamar Jackson just a few weeks ago. Uh, it's not where they're going to win. But, Gene, I do think the Cowboys have some matchups they can win. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence continues to be an Mm -hmm. absolute superstar. Uh, Philadelphia's offensive line, as you know, has been pretty bad this year. They've been ravaged by injuries. Uh, I think Alden Smith is playing well. Randy Gregory is really starting to step up. So if those edge rushers can get some pressure on Jalen Hurts and convert some of those pressures into sacks, maybe, just maybe, you'll be able to slow down this offense.
0: I was just going to say that is the the one X factor in this game that really frightens me. We have no idea what we're going to do at the right tackle position. We're down to our, our fifth or sixth option there. There's a talk that we might play Prince Teo Anogo, who is a draft pick out of Auburn, who yeah. should have been higher draft pick than he was, but due to knee concerns, he fell to the sixth round. But, man, that, that just scares the daylights out of me. I am glad that it's Jalen Hurts back there rather than Carson Wentz, who would probably take six or
1: seven sacks in this game. Mm. I, I wouldn't doubt it at all. Well, Remember, Wentz did not play well at all when they played the Cowboys earlier this season. Uh, Just kept throwing YOLO balls Mm -hmm. down the field, and Trevon Diggs had a couple of interceptions. Uh, So, yeah, I'm sure the Cowboys are wishing Wentz was playing in this game because they've had a lot of success against him in the past. And that's
0: one thing that I I don't think you'll see is just balls going over the middle because they really haven't game planned for Jalen Hurts to throw balls over the middle. So on the outside, we saw Trevon Diggs have some success against the Eagles the last time. Do you have a lot of confidence in those matchups this go-around. Uh, Jalen Rager is back. They have uh, Quez Watkins, who's back out there. They're both athletic individuals on the edge, and they've been able to make guys miss. So, do you th- Is that one of the matchups you're excited for on the edge? Because I think we're going to see probably the future of a star wide receiver in Philadelphia and Rager and a star cover corner in Travon Diggs, and I really think that's going to be
1: fun for many years to come. Yeah, Diggs just came back from a broken foot last week. Played all right. Wasn't too bad. You could definitely tell he was a little rusty. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same happened for Chittabe. Wuzier coming back from an injury. So the Cowboys are actually pretty healthy in the secondary right now. Um, so that'll be a good test. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey is not somebody who's had a lot of success uh, against the Cowboys. Now Deshaun Jackson has, but I don't believe he's going to play in this game. Uh, but I, I agree. Diggs and Rager is an interesting matchup because – Diggs does not have a lot of long speed, mm-hmm. but he has outstanding size and ball skills. And Rager does have that long speed; he can go down the field, he can make plays. Uh, but can he run routes well enough? Can he, you know, can he deal with, you know, press coverage at the line of scrimmage? Uh, this will be a fun one to watch. I'm, I'm excited for it. I am too, and definitely on the flip side of that, I'm excited to see what a young Michael Jaquette
0: can do this week against three very good receivers and he had a tough task taking on DeAndre Hopkins last week but hopefully we should get Darius Slay back for this game as he is out of the concussion protocol that would probably do a little bit better for the people that favor the under in this game as I expect it to be a shootout I don't know about you Marcus but I'm expecting whatever the over is for people to be hammering it I'm expecting this to be an offense heavy game because I simply don't trust our pass defense to put two games together back to back weeks I think Tony Pollard will present some some fits in the run game if he can get outside of contain which the Eagles are not very good at when I'm gonna when this game ends I ultimately don't think Philadelphia wins because I think I think even with Dalton I think your wide receiver is just simply they're not going to be able to handle that much firepower in back-to-back weeks
1: yeah, the Cowboys had a shot uh, with Ben DiNucci playing quarterback the mm. last time in Philadelphia to win that game. You know, on that the last possession, then he had a fumble that turned into a Philadelphia touchdown, and the score actually looks worse than what the game was. Mm. Uh, they did a pretty good job of staying in that one. So, I I am actually going to disagree with you a little bit. I think this okay. is going to be a lower scoring game just because. because it does have playoff implications, I wouldn't be surprised if these teams come out a little tight. I would be kind of surprised if the offensive lines held up. Both teams are really dealing with some injuries Mm -hmm. at tackle. Uh, We know how good Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham are. The same goes for Randy Gregory and Demarcus Lawrence. So I'm looking at like a 20 to 17 type of game in Dallas. Okay. And see, I, I disagree with the
0: offensive line take simply because I don't trust our running game right now because we can't make a hole anywhere. So we're just going to get the ball out and try and throw it on field. But we'll see. Uh, that's what I'm hoping for. I hope it doesn't come down to Jalen Hurts having to use his legs. I hope it's a more wide
1: open matchup for, for the Eagles offense. And Can I, I ask think- one question before we go? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Are, are Eagle fans – are they at the point of the season where they want them to win and try to make the playoffs, no. or are they on the team tank? I'm actively team Jamar Chase, 100%. Okay, so I, I think – Again, I, people get this misconstrued on Twitter. We're not saying that the players shouldn't go out and try to win. We're saying this as fans. Mm-hmm. We'd like to see them lose these rather meaningless games yep. because it's the fastest way to get them mm-hmm. back to having a chance to win the Super Bowl. Right? It, just because they've uh, made the playoffs doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. But for the, for the Eagles, for example, if it's the difference in drafting 6 or 19, you're going to get a pretty different caliber of player there.
0: Yeah, I definitely think that one, has helped Doug Peterson's effort maintain his job, and two, kind of hurt Howie Roseman, because they've crawled their way into the playoffs the last two years, and those rosters that were bandaged together, simply, they they overcame a a, a lot of things that really masked a lot of the issues that they had in terms of personnel, so it's 100% right, Marcus, and I would kind of steer your fans towards that direction as well, saying that you don't want to be in the middle, you don't want to be in mediocrity, you want to be picking towards the top just for one or two years so you can turn around and not be at the top for the next 10 and that's one of the things that lou and i talked about since they picked lane johnson in 2012 or 13 they hadn't had a a top 10 draft pick since donovan McNabb, if i'm not mistaken so it, it just goes to show you that when you're in a class like this and when you're in these games it is good to compete like the eagles did against arizona last week but hey if a team that needs a playoff victory like Arizona overcomes you in the in the fourth quarter, it's okay because you were able to right. evaluate talent. Much like this week, we're always able to evaluate talent, especially because you draft to beat your division. These games are never meaningless, but man, if we come out with an L after this one, I'll be smiling more than if we get a win. I'll say that, Marcus.
1: Yeah, and I probably the same. And actually, it might depend on what happens in that Washington game. Because if Washington happens to fall to Carolina, it would be at least a little bit exciting to have a playoff game. And the NFC feels a little weak this year. I don't think the Cowboys are going to compete in the NFC, obviously. But could they potentially sneak out a wild card win if things went crazy? Potentially. I'm not sure that helps you build long-term or anything. But uh, it should be a fascinating week, Gino. Uh, I'm excited. Good luck this weekend, and we will talk soon. Yeah, I appreciate it, Marcus. Good luck to you guys, too. And let's hope it's a fun game because – I
0: don't want to be the NFC East least for much longer. I want this to be a good division moving forward. No more six-win teams moving this division. We need 12 and 13-win teams getting that one seed, getting the bye, and making it to the Super Bowl. Absolutely. Let's get the NFC East
1: back to the best division of football. Absolutely. Have a good one, Marcus.